2018 edition of Weekly Signals, a weekly review, a reconfiguration of the last 168 hours of history with a dog. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Yeah, and that, and is, that is him. As always... Yes. The healthiest individual ever elected, Mahler the fake news dog. <laughs> yes, Mahler. Good. He's unbelievably healthy, extremely healthy. Coming up, PowerPoint propaganda, mm-hmm. Hobby Lobby smugglers. Oh, yeah. Dr. Deadhead, parasites, <laughs> and more. But first, do you like it when, uh, you know, uh, Mahler licks your face, Mike? You know, kind of. Yeah, I do, yeah, actually. Like yeah, I do. Really? Wow. Yeah. He's a good licker. He is. He's a great licker. Yeah, he yeah. is. <laughs> it's kind of a dry lick. Yeah. It's not exactly sloppy. No, it's not. You know, uh-uh. No, it's not. It's not but I wouldn't call it's it, it's not sandpapery. Bit, it's a little bit. Because I have very, I have very delicate s- skin. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. According to new research, children raised surrounded by animals grow up to have more stress-resilient immune systems and are at lower risk of mental illness than kids who don't have pets. Okay. You like that? Uh, yeah. You had? Did you have pets growing up? Always. Yeah. Always. I was suffocated by pets. <laughs> it was great. The study adds to mounting evidence supporting the idea that overly sterile environments can cause health problems. I believe that. You, you know, scrub all the bacteria yeah. off. Yeah. Then you go out into the real world. Yeah. You know what happens? Health well, problems. Health problems. Yeah. That's right. Your, your immune system is, is very weak and undernourished. Yeah. It's already been well documented being around pets when you're a kid is good for reducing the risk of asthma and allergies later in life. This study, however, goes one step further, showing for the first time in humans, pets are important for mental health. <laughs> You know, Mahler, listen to me. Mahler's got to think about his mental health. Mahler, yeah. Yeah. Mahler, you have not been particularly good for my mental health. Yeah. (laughs) Researchers identified two adjacent clusters of nerve cells in the middle of the brains of mice that control the difference between a timid response and a fierce response to a threat. Oh, okay. Okay. People's brains probably have the same kind of circuitry. I would think they do. Yeah. So if we can shift the balance between the signaling strength of the two nerve cells in people with, say, post-traumatic stress disorder, they may have more normal lives if we can figure out a way to do that. That's awesome. Or the government could use the research to control the population, I'm thinking. (laughs) In the Arabian Sea, researchers Uh, used robots to measure the world's largest ocean dead zone, and it's getting worse. You're saying, what's a dead zone? I know. It's an area of the ocean with low oxygen that can no longer support marine life. Oh, my God. So it just kills off everything. It suffocates. Yeah. This Arabian Sea dead zone encompasses the entire 63,700 square mile Gulf of Oman. Oh, my God. That's about the size of Florida, dead in the ocean. Ice in the Bering Sea, the narrow body of water between Russia and Alaska, has dropped to its lowest springtime level since 1850. After a winter filled with unusually high temperatures, sea ice now sits at less than 10% of what's considered normal. God. 10% of normal. It's the latest sign of what scientists are calling the new Arctic. (laughs) He thinks it's a fashion style. It's the new black? It's the new Arctic?
We are. Arctic temperatures uh, are rising at a rate twice that of the global average. Oh, that's just... British Home Secretary Amber Rudd Amber resigned Rudd. amid an escalating scandal. The scandal? Thousands of Caribbean immigrants who have lived in Britain for decades are now facing discrimination and deportation, even though they legally immigrated to Britain after World War II. It's known as the Windrush Generation, because there was a big ship called the Windrush okay. that brought a lot of them over. Many of the immigrants never formalized their citizenship after they immigrated from former British colonies. Now, following the harsh new anti-immigration laws enacted in 2012, many of them are facing eviction, unemployment, and the possibility of deportation. Wow. It does seem like the so-called first world is doing everything it can to limit immigration into these different countries as an example here in the u.s obviously yeah no they're hurting themselves i yeah, think yeah, by I doing do that i have no really really unfortunate and dangerous trend yes i agree with you on that one Mom. Yeah. yeah in a powerpoint propaganda presentation israeli prime minister benny netanyahu accused iran of lying about its efforts to build a nuclear weapon only days before trump yeah. is planning to decide whether to pull out of the Iran nuclear deal. Right. Netanyahu presented what he claimed were a bunch of stolen Iranian nuclear plants. He says prove Iran violated the 2015 nuclear deal. Right. It was just a slideshow with pictures yeah. taking bombs in and out of tubes. Right. It was incredibly it, it, stupid. It, it really. Netanyahu looked like the crazy uncle just figured out PowerPoint. Anytime you see that many props in any kind of presentation, you can pretty much figure out that it's bull. There's no evidence. Yeah. He just based it on this what is... he wants to believe. The International Atomic Energy Agency published the statement saying it found no credible indications of nuclear development in Iran after 2009. No. I think every other country that signed the agreement yeah. have not found any Nobody has. Nuclear plans by Iran, and yet Netanyahu puts together a PowerPoint. That PowerPoint presentation really had an audience of one on Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh -huh. That's who that was for. Yeah. Dr. Einstein. Dr. Einstein of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. In Afghanistan, 10 journalists were killed on Monday. 10. The deadliest day for journalists since the Afghan war began in 2001. Nine journalists died in a double suicide bombing attack in Kabul that killed 29 civilians in total, including the celebrated photographer Shah Marai. Mm. The suicide bomber was posing as a cameraman. ISIS claimed responsibility. A tenth journalist was shot dead on Monday in the eastern city of Khost. Israeli soldiers shot and killed three Palestinians last Sunday along Israel's heavily militarized border with Gaza. Mm -hmm. The killings came after Israeli soldiers killed three Palestinian protesters and wounded hundreds more last Friday when soldiers opened fire during the Palestinians' weekly nonviolent protest near the Gaza border. The nonviolent protest demanding the right for Palestinian refugees to return to their land began on March 30th. Since then, the Israeli military has killed at least 42 Palestinians, including two journalists, and injured thousands more. No Israeli soldiers or civilians have been injured in any of the nonviolent protests. And to bring up something that you have brought up many times on the show, and that is this obsession, and I would argue somewhat justified, but the obsession with Donald Trump and what's going on with the investigation by Mueller and others has completely blocked out any other reporting. And this is a great example of that, yeah. where the Israelis conducting what essentially is 
a military operation in these occupied territories, and we're virtually against nonviolent protesters. Against nonviolent wow. protesters, and we're hearing absolutely nothing about it in mainstream media. News from Bami countries is brought to you by the Military Industrial Complex. Where killing is not just an idea, it's just plain killing. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. In Libya, a pair of suicide bombers stormed the offices of Libya's Electoral Commission in Tripoli, opening fire on workers before blowing themselves up. At least 12 people died in the assault. ISIS claimed responsibility. The attack came as the Electoral Commission is working to register new voters ahead of a national election at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. In Nigeria, two suicide bombings at a mosque in the northeastern city of Mubi killed two dozen people. The first suicide bombers struck while worshippers were praying inside. The second blast went off outside as people were fleeing. No group claimed responsibility for the attacks, which came one day after four people were killed in a separate suicide bombing in Nigeria's Borno state. In the Central African Republic, gunmen attacked a church in the capital, Bonchi, killing 15 people. The attack came during morning mass. Among the victims was the priest. The U.S. returned thousands of ancient artifacts looted from Iraq and illegally acquired by the U.S.-based right-wing fundamentalist Christian craft store chain Hobby Lobby. The handover of 3,800 artifacts to Iraq's ambassador came nearly a year after Hobby Lobby agreed to pay a $3 million fine after it spent over $1.5 million in 2010 to purchase the smuggled goods from a dealer in the United Arab Emirates. You know, I don't care who you are. I don't care what kind of organization you are. Anytime you buy artifacts, antiquities from this part of the world, it has to cross your mind that this is probably stolen yeah, was it's, it? 2001, it has, 2002, we were horrified yeah. to see this kind of stuff going on where they would just break into museums right. in the Middle East. Well, after and, the U.S. Yeah. took over Iraq, essentially that was the place that all these people looted. And so anything coming out of the Middle East, anything identified as Syrian, Iraqi, anything has to be considered stolen before you can verify it otherwise. By its very nature that it's not in the place where it came from, I don't know if that automatically makes it stolen, but... It sure makes it likely to be. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they wanted to use it in their museum of the Bible. They are. They Washington, have their museum DC. of the Bible. It's a very strict constructionist museum. <laughs> it is really. Hey. Oh my God! If this news outrages you, yes. May I recommend a donation to KUCI FM to lift your spirits? Our fun drive begins Monday, May seventh. That's coming right up. You just go to KUCI.org, or you could call our station then. You can use PayPal. Go ahead. That's KUCI.org. And now, Mm -hmm. it's time for Drones in the News. (laughs) Brought to you by Mahler's Drone Club and people like you, Mark. Oh. A drone capable of remaining in the sky for an entire year. Wow is being developed by British companies BAE Systems and Prismatic. The solar-powered drone will be used for surveillance and communications in remote areas. It will be a cheaper alternative to conventional satellite technologies. It has a pretty big wingspan, for one thing. For the solar panels. It weighs only 300 pounds. So that's part of the trick there that keeps it up in the air for a year. Mm -hmm. Mm Solar-powered. 
firefighters in Little Falls, Minnesota, encountered a drone flying over a wildfire alongside helicopters and air tankers fighting the fire. Because of strict safety rules, the firefighters had to immediately land their aircraft. Fortunately, the fire did not spread. Remember, Droney the Bear says... <laughs> Flying a drone while a firefighting helicopter is in the sky isn't just dangerous and illegal. It's stupid. <laughs> and you could end up in the Hooskow. I love Droney the Bear. Yeah, Muller does too. He's just one of my favorites. Droney the Bear. <laughs> uh. That's right, Muller. Here. Just do that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just squeak it. Mm-hmm. Squeak it. The New York Times published a list of 49 questions special counsel Robert Mueller wants to ask Trump as part of Mueller's Russian probe. The questions include whether Trump tried to protect former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn from prosecution, why Trump fired former FBI Director James Comey, what's up with Michael Cohn, yes, and what Trump knew about a 2017 meeting in the Seychelles involving a Russian investor close to Putin and Blackwater founder Eric Prince. Mm-hmm. Wherever that guy goes, uh, I, yeah. that's trouble. I think that's the dark horse in all of this scandal right yeah, there. Yeah. I think the fact that Trump reached out to uh, Eric Prince and what that means and what it could mean in a war against Iran. Because the, the scuttlebutt is that that's what they were doing. Eric Prince sells himself as somebody who could stage a kind of Gulf of Tonkin event in order to be yeah. the, the precipient for a, a war against Iran. The fact that Eric Prince was there, but he has been telling people that he could start a war with Iran based on the fact that now his army is now stationed in the United Arab Emirates. That's where his headquarters are. And they are no fan of the Iranians. So we're there's talking a, Prince. Prince, yeah. yeah. The whatever they call Blackwater. Yeah, whatever they call Blackwater now. He had to leave the U.S. because yeah. there was too much heat here. So he's now stationed there. I think seventeen. I heard the number seventeen thousand employees. Employees, and mercenaries, right across the uh, the Straits of Hormuz from uh, from Iran. So uh, I, I don't I don't put anything past. This. I think the name of his news company is Xenophobe. <laughs> I, I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Former New York City mayor, Trump stooge, and wicked witch of the West lookalike Rudy Giuliani said Trump fired James Comey as FBI director because Comey refused to say Trump wasn't a target of the investigation. Yeah. Uh, to me, that's the important, that's the real yeah. takeaway from yeah. that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But whether that's obstruction of justice is up for Mueller to decide. I think it's all of us can make that that call. Yes, yeah. it is yeah. obstruction yeah. of justice. I'm not a, a legal scholar, but it sure sounds like it is yeah. to me. And Giuliani also said Trump reimbursed his lawyer, Michael the Fixer Cohen, for the $130,000 sex hush money Cohen paid to porn star Stormy Daniels yeah. on the eve of the 2016 election. Yeah. Giuliani made the comments in an interview with Fox News puppet Sean Hannity. <laughs> According to Giuliani, that money was not campaign money, my little pretties. He did say that. Yeah. I heard it. Giuliani recently joined Trump's legal team and is trying to get Trump to avoid an interview with Mueller. I, I heard this argument made, and it does kind of make sense. That one of the things that Giuliani was doing is that he was reaching out to Cohen to let him know that we got your back. That's sort they of got like, another way to do that besides the Sean Hannity <laughs> no, show? No, it really is a bad, a bad way to do that. Cohen's um, payment is probably a campaign finance violation anyway, yeah. even if Trump did repay it, because it constituted a loan 
a donation in kind to Trump's campaign and went unreported in federal election filings. Yeah, there's no good way to slice this one. Yeah, he, I, they really have. They should never let him out of the house again. Trump also <laughs> tweeted a denial that he copulated with Stormy in 2006, <laughs> accusing her of extortion and of violating a non-disclosure agreement. So Stormy filed a defamation lawsuit against Trump. It's like watching The Stupid Show. Sure, Giuliani might have been trying to protect Trump yeah. by calling it not campaign money, right. but you don't do that in the way that he's doing no, it. No, no. It is comical at this point. You know that picture? I think everyone's seen the picture of Trump with Stormy. Yeah. In the background, the screen behind them is for Vivid Entertainment, which is an adult film. <laughs> right there on film. Ventura Boulevard. Yeah. In... yeah, it's an adult film company. Yeah. That's what they do. They make porn. Yeah. Can you imagine if Barack Obama was standing next to a woman in front of Vivid Entertainment? I just, this, this is mind-boggling. All this comes as Trump <laughs> hired Washington, D.C. attorney Emmett Flood to replace White House lawyer Ty Cobb yeah. as part of his legal team working on the Mueller investigation. Flood, Flood previously represented Bill Clinton during his impeachment yeah. in 1998. So, so yeah, we're, I right. feel like we should have trading cards because now we have a Flood and a Cobb. Uh, You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Visit us at facebook.com slash KUCI 88.9 on our Tumblr blog at KUCIradio.tumblr.com on Twitter at KUCI FM. Stream us live on iTunes. Go to Internet College University, KUCI 88.9 FM. Yeah. 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 They're <laughs> a little slow. Is he? Yeah. I don't know if he's. Has he been caffeinated today or, at all? Yeah. He seems well, he a was little lapping up my coffee. Well, there you go. And it helps. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Screwit Pruitt there you go. is facing a bunch of new scandals over ethics violations and his Screwit environmental policies. <laughs> a lobbyist arranged Pruitt's controversial $100,000 trip to Morocco last year. The lobbyist, Dick Smotkin, also accompanied Pruitt on the trip and organized meetings for Pruitt, including one with the head of Morocco's state-owned phosphate mining company. I think they're an environmental phosphate <laughs> mining company. Yes, they are. The head of the Way Conservative Federalist Society, Leo Leo, planned Pruitt's separate trip to Italy last summer. Leo Leo. Well, let's see. I don't get I it. I don't trust him. Lobbyist J. Stephen Hart, whose wife rented Pruitt a Washington, D.C. condo for only $50 a night. That was a joke, wasn't it? Yeah. And Pruitt said, well, that's a going rate. Yeah. And they, yeah. and my. Where? Yeah, where? Where? Albuquerque? I mean, yeah. where where would that be? Stanton? In Stanton. <laughs> And you can't get a dive on Harbor Boulevard for $50 yeah. a night. The Motel 6 that's right off the 405, I think it advertises like $67 a night. <laughs> anyway, the lobbyist asked Pruitt to appoint three people. This is the guy that ran the condo. Yeah. I asked Pruitt to appoint three people to the EPA's Science Advisory Board. Could you appoint my friends? And that board evaluates the science used by the EPA to craft policy, God, like is... the phosphate mining policy. Uh... Two more of Pruitt's top aides have resigned this week. Pruitt's chief of security, who organized Pruitt's $3 million security detail, and Albert Kelly, a former banker who has been banned for life from the financial industry and was in charge of the EPA's Superfund program. 
Uh, Pruitt is also facing a spending violation probe over his decision to install a $43,000 cone of silence in his Washington, D.C. office. Now we know that Pruitt tried to set up a second cone of silence in his Tulsa, Oklahoma office. All this going on while the EPA granted a financial hardship waiver to an Oklahoma oil refinery owned by billionaire and former Trump advisor Carl Icon. That's right. Mahler has a special place in his heart for Carl Icon. And Carl Icon is the same guy who apparently was able to get out of the stock market just before Trump announced some policy (laughs) on tariffs. So this waiver that's now been enacted enables Icon's refinery, CVR Energy Incorporated, to save tens of millions of dollars by exempting it from the requirement of mixing biofuels with gasoline. The regulation was enacted to cut air pollution and reduce petroleum imports, Mm -hmm. cutting the gasoline. Icon served as a special regulatory advisor to Trump. That Mm -hmm. was when he personally vetted Screwit Pruitt. He's the guy that looked into whether Pruitt was qualified. (laughs) And said he's okay. Yeah. Icon resigned last August, just yeah. before an investigation was published that detailed his conflicts of interest, including his heavy lobbying for a rule change about blending ethanol biofuels into gasoline, which is exactly the exemption he got from the EPA for his refinery. Carl Icahn has this long and storied history of essentially corporate raider, goes in, t- buys a company, guts it, and sells it for scrap. How many people have become unemployed based on Carl Icahn? I don't even, it's, I'm sure it's in the millions of people. Meanwhile, the Trump administration drafted a proposal to freeze fuel efficiency automobile standards beginning in 2021. The draft proposal would also challenge California's power to establish its own stronger fuel efficiency rules. So California and 16 other states sued to stop the EPA from weakening those fuel efficiency automobile standards. It's hard to imagine a world we live in now where you want to try and make your part of it environmentally more responsible, more, more uh, accommodating, and the federal government stepping in to say no. Yeah. What in God's name is that about? What's going to create two auto markets if they go through with this? Yeah. Which is going to be interesting. Meanwhile, a new report from the World Health Organization shows that 90% of people on Earth are breathing polluted air. 90. 90%. And that air pollution kills 7 million people worldwide every year. And now Mike and I would like to take this time to apologize to you. you yes, we would. Mike? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We, we, we need to apologize yeah. because. We're sorry. We're sorry. We're saying last week that former presidential physician Dr. Ronnie Jackson crashed a government car oh. while he was drunk. Yeah. Apparently, Dr. Ronnie had three minor crash incidents, oh, well. but there was no evidence that he stacked a car after drinking at a Secret Service going away party. Uh, yeah. Sorry. As, as we said, and as Montana Senator John Tester said, he's the lead Democrat on the uh, Veterans Affairs Committee, mm-hmm. opposing Dr. Ronnie's nomination to head the Department of Veterans Affairs, That's right. which Dr. Ronnie decided he wasn't qualified to do anyway. No. But as we and Tester uh, said, and were right in saying, more than 20 current and former colleagues of Dr. Ronnie described him as despicable. Dr. Ronnie, wow. colleagues, seems like such him a as nice guy. Unethical, yeah. the worst, 
and prone to screaming tantrums. Wow, that's okay. So that's why yeah. I got along with Trump so well. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. Well, Mueller's prone to screaming tantrums. Well, every <laughs> Friday morning from eight to nine, he's yeah. screaming. Yeah. It's and Tester Mike and I are right to say that Dr. Ronnie had a private stock of controlled substances, <laughs> once gave a staffer a large supply of the opioid Percocet, and was known as the White House Candyman because of his drug dealing. This is true. I know. I know. It's. <laughs> unbelievable any one of these things would be a call for impeachment yeah. if it was anybody else yeah, sorry we've got that thing about yeah we're, we're was, sorry we, we apologize he, he crashed his car to, to dr drunk. ronnie and his family for any harm we may have caused meanwhile trump's former personal physician harold deadhead bornstein you've seen this guy oh right? this is the yeah. most awesome maybe even the most entertaining story of the week Dr. Deadhead said it was black humor that takes the truth in a different direction, <laughs> like the movie Fargo. <laughs> like the movie Fargo. He said all these I know things. He did. I know when he, he did. issued a medical report yeah. calling Trump a man of extraordinary strength who would be the healthiest individual ever elected. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to just defend the movie Fargo. Okay. Yeah. Because that was the truth. <laughs> it was the truth. They That's they true. just moved it, the truth in a different direction. <laughs> yes, you're right, Dr. Deadhead. <laughs> you, however, yeah. lied. Yeah. It's a yeah. difference yeah. there. Yeah. In fact, Dr. Deadhead said Trump dictated his own yeah. yes. excellent health report to him. Yeah. Trump got on the phone right. and just dictated what he thought a doctor should say about his health. And then apparently was, had either a driver or he was out in front like an hour later to pick it up. Yeah. They, they didn't uh -huh. want to take any chances yeah. with him having a spasm of conscience in, in writing this thing. So yeah. they made sure they got snatched that thing. Can you imagine this guy? No. I mean, you go to the doctor no. to qualify for a job and then you call the doctor up. How much money did Dr. Deadhead get out of that deal? He's going to lose his license. All right, may, he may so. lose his license over both this. Both of them. For sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. People, both of them. Uh, after Dr. Deadhead publicly stated that he had prescribed Trump the hair growth medication Propecia, Dr. Deadhead's office was raided by Trump's bodyguard and two other men who took all of Trump's medical records and then forced Dr. Deadhead to take down a picture of himself and Trump standing together embracing. Yeah. Even at this point, when Trump is under incredible scrutiny, he still has his goons out there doing yeah. stuff. Then the goons told Dr. Deadhead he would not serve as Trump's personal physician <laughs> and that Trump would instead use Dr. Ronnie. That's right. Dr. Ronnie. Cry me a river. I mean, that it's, it's, it's so crazy. Uh, the acting director of ICE, Thomas Homan, announced plans to resign only days after 18 Democratic lawyers sent a letter to the Department of Homeland Security, which is yeah. over ICE, asking why the agency has not answered lawmakers' questions about the radical and, in some cases, possibly illegal changes in immigration enforcement and practices. So Homan's out of there. <laughs> Jesus. Homan's confirmation as permanent head of ICE has been stalled in the Senate. He's been ramping up ICE arrests nationwide, including at schools, hospitals, and courthouses. Oh, that's always nice. Oh, yeah. You go into a school, yeah. arrest the parents. Meanwhile, Texas and six other states have sued the Trump administration to try to force the end to DACA. The Trump administration has tried to cancel DACA, but has repeatedly been blocked by the courts. Yep. 
House Speaker Paul Ryan of Wisconsin decided to keep the Reverend Patrick Conroy as House Chaplain after Ryan dismissed Conroy, starting a showdown that included Conroy alleging anti-Catholic bias by Ryan's chief of staff. It was believed it was because Conroy actually defended the poor in a prayer is that Congress is why Ryan initially didn't like the idea. Because he thought that was too political. Yeah, because it was during the tax bill. When they were passing the tax bill, the the father had the good sense to say, well, let's think about the poor during all of this uh, giveaway. God forbid we might inject one of the basic tenets of Christianity by a Christian minister during any kind of... That's right. Mahler's a Christian, a real Christian. He's a real Christian. No, he's not. Conroy... Well, he could be. Well, why are you saying he's not? Well, I mean, he's he could be redeemed, but yeah. I've, 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 I mean, it's possible. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> uh, Conroy, who was forced to step down by Ryan last month, sent the speaker a letter rescinding his resignation and vowing to remain until the end of the year. Within hours, Ryan backed. Down. Did he? Oh, I didn't. I, I, Mahler's very happy about I that. lost track of that story. Thank you, Nathan. I didn't know what had happened. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's enough, Mahler. Uh, yeah, yeah. Iowa's Republican-led legislature voted to approve the nation's most restrictive ban on abortions. Republican Governor Kim Reynolds has promised to sign the bill which outlaws abortions once a fetal heartbeat can be detected something that typically happens just six weeks into a pregnancy before many women even realize they're pregnant. That's right. This is a ban on abortion. Yeah. It's not, this isn't anything but. This is a full stop ban on abortions. Iowa's anti-choice bill came as Planned Parenthood and other abortion rights groups filed suit against the Trump administration challenging its recent rollback of a federal program that provides birth control and other reproductive health care services to millions of low-income people. A new ruling by the California Supreme Court will make it significantly more difficult for companies to classify workers as independent contractors, meaning companies like Uber may have to begin paying overtime, workers' compensation, and unemployment insurance. That's a good deal. That is a good deal. The voter profiling company Cambridge Analytica is closing and will begin insolvency proceedings, which is a good deal, I think. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, they have your info, Mike, though. They do have my info. Now They'll what? sell it to somebody. That's part of the resolution of the company. There'll be somebody just like them popping up day after tomorrow. Sprint and T-Mobile agreed to a $26.5 billion merger. If cleared by federal antitrust regulators, the merger would leave only three major wireless carriers in the United States. That's almost a monopoly. Yeah, that is. And it would jack up our cell phone rates, too. Yes, it will. In Arizona, public school teachers remain on strike as budget negotiations that would include funding for public education equal to what it was a decade ago Mm -hmm. have stalled. Yes. I was expecting Mahler to give a little howl out to the oh, teachers again because I know it empowers them. That's right, Mahler. That's, that's right, Mahler. Rebel yell, Mahler. Rebel yell. There you go. In there. California, yeah. 158 migrants who traveled to the U.S.-Mexican border as part of a transnational caravan that has been repeatedly attacked by Trump entered the United States to seek political asylum. Mm-hmm. Former Alabama Republican Senate candidate Roy Moore's lawyers filed defamation lawsuits against four of the women who have accused Moore of sexually harassing or assaulting them when they were teenagers uh, or young women. 
So they, they've got the same legal team that's defending Trump now, yeah. now because yeah. this is stupid, because now these guys can go in for discovery. They can depose Roy Moore now. Yeah, and Mike Pence went down there and <laughs> said good things about Roy Moore. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's disgusting. It was revealed that Charlie Rose is not only a horrible interviewer, but a <laughs> chauvinist sex pig. Rose denies the charges. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, hey, give him credit. Charlie Rose pioneered that open bathrobe move, and I, you know, that's a, that's just a, I, people, you know, have a problem with bathrobes now. <laughs> what what are we supposed to not wear bathrobes? I'm not because saying other people wear bathrobes. No, I'm just saying that it's whole, like ponytails whole, and bathrobes. What that open bathrobe? Come on, that? come on, Screw man! You. He pioneered that. What do men get to do that's <laughs> relaxing? We don't. have to wear suits and ties. No. We don't just get don't to walk wear around dresses. with your. With your business hanging out of your bathrobe in a place where it's, you shouldn't be doing that. Charlie Rose wore that to PBS, a bathrobe? Well, apparently in whatever circumstances that were inappropriate, he was walking around with his I don't know. It's, it's Louis CK. He... That was his move. Apparently, I don't I didn't know that was a move. I... His move was taking his penis out. That was his move. Wearing a bathrobe was wearing a bathrobe. It just made it easier. How's that? I don't know. A zipper is pretty quick. <laughs> Let's All right. Okay. Let's go somewhere else. John Kelly did call uh, Trump an idiot this week. Everyone pretended like they didn't hear it. Uh, John chief Bol- of Staff John Kelly. Yeah, yeah, Chief of Staff John Kelly. John Bolton has said that Trump has not yet made up his mind about the Iran nuclear deal, which we know he has, and he's going to withdraw from it, and that's huge. Tune in next yeah. week when Trump oh, announces yeah, this crazy the crap. end of the world. <laughs> or not. And finally... The tree that French President Emmanuel Macron and Trump planted last week on the grounds of the White House to celebrate their special relationship was dug up and put in quarantine. Yeah, (laughs) the tree was dug up and they got it stashed away somewhere. The problem, parasites on the tree could spread to others on White House property. You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review Podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.